welcome to Swarthmore Presbyterian Church's podcast. This is your host, Alex Evangelista. We are delighted you are here, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. You are now listening to a sermon recorded for November 7, 2021, titled, In Solidarity, by Reverend Joy Shin. Would you please pray with me? Loving God, you have so made us that we cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. Give us a hunger for your word, and in that food, satisfy our daily need. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I just want to say how full my heart is in seeing each of you here in the sanctuary. It has been a long time since we have all been together. And for many of you, I know that this is the first time since the beginning of the pandemic that you have been here. So welcome home. From across the way, Jesus watched as a crowd put money into the temple treasury, Jesus saw a woman who Mark tells us was poor and a widow as she placed two small coins into the treasury. It was a very little amount, so humble that it likely attracted no attention. And yet, observing this, Jesus called his disciples to take note. This widow, he tells them, put in everything she had, all she had to live on. By what Jesus told his disciples, the lesson he intended to teach was clear. That genuine discipleship is costly because we're asked to love God so much that we are willing to give our whole lives, sparing nothing, to serve God. This was what he saw the poor widow do. By calling attention to her sacrifice, Jesus must have surprised the disciples. I imagine he frequently surprised them. Before he pointed out her example, they probably had other thoughts running through their minds. They might have been noticing the size of the crowd of people giving money to the temple, an institution that they were wanting to reform. They might have been noticing well-to-do and highly regarded people giving money to the temple, further supporting an institution that seemed to uphold their and their friends' positions and power in society. They very well might have been noticing the poor widow giving her last pennies to an institution that failed her, that failed to look out for her needs, to protect and care for her. The disciples' observations were likely accompanied by thoughts about the hypocrisy of it all. After all, Jesus had just warned them to beware of the scribes who, having gotten comfortable in their positions, had been neglecting their job as interpreters and teachers of Jewish law. Law which consistently and clearly communicated God's concern for widows and their children. Now, 
seeing even a poor widow support the very people who, despite knowing the law best, devour widows' homes, would likely have fueled in the disciples feelings of anger, righteous indignation, and cynicism, which often follows. Given what Jesus would say about the imminent destruction of the temple, Jesus' critique of the corrupt extravagance of the temple and the hypocrisy of its religious leaders was well known by the disciples. It must have surprised them then when Jesus praised the poor widow's sacrifice as an exemplar of discipleship. What could there be to praise about giving an offering to something as corrupt and flawed as the temple? Furthermore, is Jesus seriously praising an offering that will make such little impact? Can't we imagine the disciples thinking these questions? When it comes to making a sacrifice, isn't it reasonable to ask questions about the worthiness of the cause and the impact? After all, if it were determined that both the cause and the impact were unworthy and expendable, what would there be to praise? You may remember Ridley Scott's 2001 movie, Black Hawk Down. It was based on Mark Bowden's book, Black Hawk Down, A Story of Modern War, which tells of a U.S. military operation that took place in 1993 in Somalia. The operation intended to capture a Somali warlord's lieutenants, fell apart when enemy rocket fire shot down U.S. helicopters. 100 U.S. soldiers were eventually stranded in the hostile city of Mogadishu, 18 of them were killed, and many of them were injured in combat. The U.S. press told stories about how reluctant American soldiers were to leave behind their fellow soldiers, including the bodies of those slain. This reluctance informed the marketing slogan for the movie, Leave No Man Behind. The movie told the story about the 99 men who remained overnight in the hostile city of Mogadishu with the single purpose of not abandoning their fellow soldier's body. Interviewed by Mark Bowden, several commanders admitted that if they had seen an opportunity for their besieged troops to escape, they would have been tempted to leave dead soldiers behind. Prior to the operation, however, the soldiers had agreed that they would leave no one behind. According to interviews, they were motivated by a determination not to allow their comrades' bodies to be desecrated, not to allow their nation to be humiliated, and most of all, by a loyalty to one another and a sense of solidarity with their units. The military knows what is at stake in upholding this extraordinary sense of solidarity among soldiers. Soldiers who risk their lives to save other soldiers in their unit do so 
knowing that their fellow soldiers would do the same for them. They also know that making any exception, that considering any member of a unit expendable, would altogether undermine this solidarity. I wonder what such portrayals of solidarity among soldiers could teach us about being bound together in community, not just in times of war, but also in times of peace. It seems to me that the commitment to leave no one behind heightens the important issue of expendability. The military knows that either everyone is expendable or no one is expendable. There is no middle ground between the two options. For as soon as we say that some people are expendable while others are not, in principle we're saying that everyone is expendable. How, after all, would we determine expendability? Would it be a lack of wealth, health, position, potential, power, merit, capability, or soundness of mind and body? On this basis, fate could render any person expendable. Any of us at any time could suffer a medical or financial catastrophe. Even Job, the man whom God identified as having lived the most upright life, was unable to protect himself from such catastrophes. None of us are invincible. All of us are vulnerable. When all is going well for us, it is easy to lack this awareness. It's only a matter of time, however, before we encounter some hardship in life that teaches us that we are, in reality, not invincible. The truth is that the vulnerability and fragility of our flourishing is what we all hold in common. Awareness of our vulnerability deepens our compassion for those who are suffering and makes us full members of the human community. Our different situations and abilities can lead to a greater understanding of what we really need from one another and what we must do to live interdependently and in solidarity. Just as it would be a mistake to suppose that homogeneity is the key to a strong and humane community, it would also be a mistake to suppose that strength and solidarity rely solely on diversity and difference. It is not only our differences that make us great, but our commonalities, too. Regarding ourselves and one another as human, as made in God's image, rather than distinguishing between who is expendable and who is indispensable, is crucial in building the solidarity of being in community together. In the eyes of society, women who were widows and poor might have been considered expendable, but not to Jesus. In his eyes, the poor widow, as much as anyone else, was a child of God. 
And as one who had suffered hardships in life, she would have a deep well of compassion from which to draw, so much so that she was willing to sacrifice all she had to God. In seeing her sacrifice, Jesus did not criticize the unworthiness and imperfection of the cause to which she gave. For it wouldn't be long before he too would sacrifice himself for an imperfect, flawed, corrupt cause. On All Saints Sunday, we remember the saints who made up this congregation. They were both glorious and flawed. They were both saints and sinners. Their unique qualities and their commonalities formed this congregation over time. To us, none of them are expendable. By remembering them, we further forge the solidarity of this community of faith, bound together over generations by water and the Spirit and by flesh and blood of Jesus Christ, whose sacrifice was for all of us. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this sermon, recorded for November 7, 2021, titled, In Solidarity, by Reverend Joyce Shen. We'll see you soon, and may the peace of Christ be with you.